When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Early on a sports, NFL free agency, trades, signings, and drama. Let's get it, baby. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome into Brutally Honest Sports Podcast, episode number 112 on this Monday, March 13th. We took a week off, uh, you know, apologies for that. But, you know, everybody, nearly everybody takes vacations, even even the president. Uh, but that's a different discussion. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, NFL GMs and, and NFL executives everywhere don't seem to be taking any breaks right now. But, first of all, h- how you doing this uh, this fine Monday? Yeah, man, uh, doing pretty well. All kinds of absolutely nutsy things going on. Yeah, I took this last week just to just to relax, uh, spend some family time, which was really nice. But as my phone kept beeping, I kept seeing more signs and trades and all that stuff. So we're going to get into it here. All kinds of crazy things. I know we'll talk about your boy, Derek Carr, who's no longer going to be pissed off, as well <laughs> as uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and, and whatnot. A bunch of other things going on. But just want to start off talking about the number one overall pick the chicago bears traded that pick they got a draft haul which i think was absolutely absurd i think they rub robbed the panthers blinds so spoiler alert but before i ask that question i just want to start it with this bro why didn't we not get any snow this year now i might be jinxing it because it's march but why didn't we get any snow this year nothing of, of accumulations right i mean we've seen our, our fair sh- share of flurries and things like that but yeah, man, not not much on the snow front. I mean, it's kind of a shame because, you know, winter's winding down, which, you know, if it's going to be cold, why not snow? That, that's my thing. But, yeah, I, I can't explain that to you. Maybe this whole global warming thing is uh is actually real. Well, I don't know. I, I can't speculate on that. Yeah, man, I mean, you always mention how we're not a weather show, but with the week off, I thought maybe you would study up on your meteorology and get, be able to give our <laughs> listeners an answer here. So just, just uh, give me another week. another week uh, oh man just had to ask but hey what do you what do you think about this first overall pick man uh the bears first rounder they they traded back to get the ninth round pick from the panthers the panthers gave up their number one receiver dj moore you know justin fields needed help so they're gonna definitely get help there plus they gave up i think it's a first round pick next year then two second round picks in the following two drafts dude did they just rob them blind? Are, are we talking about like the Raiders here? They raided them. <laughs> they went in there and raided the place, just like uh, just like the cops would. But yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's it, it's kind of absurd in my in my estimation. Like I think I know Carolina needs a quarterback, and and that's what they're going for here. And Frank Reich, obviously, is a is a quarterback. I don't want to say mastermind, but he he's he knows what he's doing. But man, to give up all that and then. You know, whatever quarterback you're bringing in uh, doesn't have that receiver to go to now anymore with with DJ Moore being gone. I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of of what the Panthers did. I think you kind of not jeopardize the future, but you you 
took a step back to take a step forward. And I just don't know. You're going to have to have this quarterback pan out because if they don't pan out, you're, uh, you're going to be in rough shape, I think. And giving up all that draft capital is one thing, but like you said, giving up that, that receiver and DJ Moore, I just, I know he was kind of an attitude problem to begin with there. And they probably wanted to clear that out of the locker room, but man, you gave up a lot to move up eight spots in one draft, and now you know you've given up capital for future drafts as well. Yeah, I don't see how any quarterback's going to be able to come in and, and do much of anything. I've never heard of any of the receivers on the Carolina Panthers roster, aside from Panthers fans, probably nobody else ever has because they're the Panthers. The tight ends, I've never heard of any of those guys. Like A.J. Brown, I think, had more yards – himself and like all the wide receivers and tight ends of the Panthers last year combined aside from aside from uh more so do they even is there even a generational talent in this draft you can take the most talented quarterback in the world and, and he can make something out of nothing but how much something out of nothing can you really make and the NFC South is absolutely trash especially with Brady retiring um we'll talk about hey Derek Carr's now with the Saints and I know we want to get into that a little bit but I just think the, the Panthers gave up too much. I think that they're going to suck this year. Who do you think they take first, though? I mean, I know Anthony Richards had an absolutely absurd combine. He you know, broke two records for the quarterback. 40.5-inch vertical jump. I don't know why he's not playing in the NBA. And then a 10-foot, 9-inch broad jump. And then a 4.44 40-yard dash. That's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. Do you think that that he would be someone that the Panthers would target or who else are you looking for the Panthers grab at the number one spot? I think it's got to be Stroud or, uh, or Bryce Young. I just think those kids played at such a high level, both of those guys, and they both have such potential at that next level that I, I don't know. I go back and forth. I think you can make the case for either one, but I, I personally, I think Stroud is more like, he's more of that guy you look to from a size perspective and, and just that cannon of an arm, like he just he pops off the TV screen. Um, and I, I think that if I'm sitting in the Panthers' shoes, I'm I'm gonna take uh, C.J. Stroud. You know, seven days out of seven over uh, Bryce Young right now. Yeah, I definitely agree that they should they should grab Stroud over Young. But just figured I'd throw in the Anthony Richards name there because I know some scouts are floating around the fact that he put his name in the first overall pick conversation maybe those those scouts and analysts don't have any idea what they're talking about a lot of them don't seem to but guess we'll find out find out it's going to be an interesting start to the draft yeah live sports is great on television but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience that's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices not only can you get tickets to sporting events we can also get tickets to concerts comedy shows musicals and more Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. I know we have to start with this, and, and we will, because it's it's part of our job to to un, unbiasedly... No, who am I kidding? There's no unbiased here. It's just part of our job to report what's going on. We're going to start out with your boy, Aaron Rodgers. The Raiders... We just got a message that came over the wire here. The Raiders just signed Jimmy G to a three-year, $67.5 million deal out there in, in Vegas. Before we even get into Rodgers, what do you think of that signing, bro? Because I know Rodgers was supposed to – or could have potentially gone out to Las Vegas, but what do you think of Jimmy G? Let me answer your question with a question here. 
Politics. Do, do I? Yeah, right. Do I like? Uh, do I like Josh McDaniels? Hell no. Do I like Jimmy G? Hell no. So, uh, those two together are. You know, it's the Sin City, right? So it's a match made in hell, in my opinion. I mean, I, I just <laughs> I, I just don't believe in Jimmy G. Um, I think, you know, t- to his detriment, Kyle Shanahan is a great coach, but to his detriment in big games, they blow it. I think he was kind of, they squeezed all the juice out of, of what Jimmy G is. I mean, he might be all right. I'm not going to say he's going to be like garbage. I just don't think you're going to win anything, any big games with Jimmy G. And Josh McDaniels, that combination to me is just, it's not diarrhea, but it's not, it's not good. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not smooth sailing either, in my opinion. I know you have Devontae Adams. I know you got a, probably a pissed off Josh Jacobs because they tagged him. Um, But yeah, what do you, what do you think, man? I think we might differ on this one, but that's a tough division. That's no, that's no walk in the park whatsoever either. I think that you are 150% wrong. You're wrong. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I'll take your apologies after the end of the season. I think they just – that might be one of the steals of the offseason, Jimmy G coming in. I mean, he's not even making like $30 million a year, not even. The guy's a winner, bro. I know he's been in Kyle Shanahan's system, this, this, and the next. But the guy's a winner. He has a top five receiver in Devontae Adams, top five running back with Josh Jacobs. I think No, he, no defense, though. No defense, I'm telling you. Yeah, no defense. Fair enough. But as far as quarterback play, I think he's a above average quarterback and you're getting him on a salary that's not anywhere near average salary money. And I mean, the next quarterback we're going to talk about is average in my mind at best. And he made a buttload more. I mean, you look at where Derek Carr just went and, and the kind of money he's getting, bro. Like the guys make it what, 23, 24 million dollars a year. Like that's dude, that's a that's a bargain for a quarterback. It sounds crazy to say that's a bargain <laughs> yeah, for a guy right? to be making 24 million dollars a year. But I think oh, you're wrong. I think Josh McDaniels, I'm not a huge fan of him, but when you have Devontae Adams, you have Jacobs, you got a guy who's a proven winner, a winning culture. Jimmy G's played in the Super Bowl. He should have a Super Bowl trophy if it weren't for a guy named Patrick Mahomes. Um, and yeah, Kyle Shannon. I, yeah. yeah, Kyle Shannon. <laughs> there you go. But I think it's a great tra- or a great pick. I think it's great of them to, you know, they have the draft picks now. They didn't, you know, they lost a bunch with Devontae Adams. Sure, they didn't win Aaron Rodgers, but in that saga soap opera i'm gonna go soap opera they didn't win they didn't win the aaron Rodgers soap opera so they're gonna have to continue on with the days of their lives which means signing jimmy oh. Garoppolo. so <laughs> i like I, it so far we haven't done much with video for for the people at home but i'm starting to think jd is uh he's making the switch to uh to vegas i mean he's got the black on he's got the white underneath he's singing the praises of uh jimmy g i i think he's uh he's he's sick and tired of being uh, heartbroken by the Eagles. I think he's going to be heartbroken by his uh, his new love, the the uh, Las Vegas Raiders there. Well, I'm not switching teams. If I were to switch teams, <laughs> there'd be no heartbreak because there's never any expectations out there in Vegas. So we're good. <laughs> there'd be no heartbreak. We're good there. But um, oh, let's switch off. You. Let's switch off to your man, Derek Carr. And I need you to do the sound bite for me. Derek Carr, what is he usually? Man, usually, man, I'm pissed off. <laughs> he's pissed off. I don't think he's pissed off anymore, man. Pulling in a four-year, $150 million deal. Going to, to sign with the New Orleans Saints, playing in that god-awful NFC South, <laughs> which the NFC South is the first team, I think, since 1973. I didn't write this down, but I read this somewhere. I think since 1973, where they're going to have all four teams are going to have a brand-new starting quarterback um, for the new season. So that's pretty wild to think about. But are you telling me that 
that Derek Carr is worth that much more than Jimmy G. So you got Jimmy G at like 24 million. Derek Carr's coming in for 150 million. What is that? I don't know, like 35 million a year, a little over 35 million a year. Is Derek Carr that much better? I can't say he's that much better. No, I can't defend that. I I like Derek Carr uh, more than I like Jimmy. I don't know, man. They're both. They both have their moments and they both have their their highs and their lows. In my opinion, I, I think Derek Carr has never had a, a good defense ever, and Jimmy G's arguably have one of the top five defenses his whole career. So I will give and and a running game that's insane. So with both of those things, I think Jimmy G's had the the advantage, but Derek Carr hasn't won the big games for whatever reason either. So I can't defend either one of them. Uh, did shock me a little bit. I thought there was an outsider's chance that Derek Carr lands in in New York in the green. Uh, I know you wanted your guy Jimmy G to go to the Jets up there uh, in the Meadowlands, and and that didn't happen either. So, I mean, Jets are are scraping the bottom of the barrel to get Rodgers, and and we'll get into that. But I don't know, man. Do you think Derek Carr? I mean, this division is, is utter garbage. I mean, it's it's like garbage and in August when it's hot and it just smells awful. And that's what this division is. What do you think? Does, does Derek Carr bring the saints to, to a division crown at least? I mean, this, this coach is very defensive. I know that uh, the saints coach, I don't know his name even, but what do you think? What, what's, what's the limit of it? Like what's the ceiling of the new Orleans saints in 2023? Bit of a loaded question. If Derek Carr's just trying to make playoff appearances, I think this is one of the best places to sign. You know, if he signed with the Jets, you got to deal with all three of those teams up there uh, that they're facing are, are good, above average teams. That that division's just absolutely loaded. You know, we're, we're going to have probably C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young throwing to, you know, maybe your cousin down there in Carolina. Um, <laughs> just to clarify, Aaron's cousin does not play in the NFL. That's just, just a bad joke about how trashy they are. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are in salary cap hell and are actually they're actually targeting our man Baker Mayfield to potentially come in and start for them. Uh, Let's go. Bring in some quarterback competition for their second rounder, Kyle Trask. And then who's the other team in, in the South? Uh, do, I, I can't even remember. They're that oh, bad. The Buccaneers. Falcons? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Falcons. Yeah, speaking, speaking of that real quick, man, there was there was a guy on Twitter. I, I'm not gonna name him by name, but he was he was talking so much trash on the fact that uh, Adam Schefter put out a tweet. Long story short, about the Eagles uh, losing all these defensive players, and he's like, "I love to see the Eagles fail." And I'm like, "All I commented back, I was like, bro, you're a Falcons fan, like enough said. Like, <laughs> like, don't. Why are you running your mouth, bro? Come on, man. Falcons. That that's a franchise that never has their. Uh, they they put their their right shoe on their left foot is what they do. That that's what they do on a consistent basis, man. Like that to not be competitive in that division. I mean, I don't know. It, they need, all those teams need quarterbacks, really. I mean, it's it's and that's looks like what's going to happen. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll get into that, and, and there's a lot more we can touch on there. But what do you think, man? I mean, the Falcons, the the Saints, like the, the these the Bucks. I mean, it's just it's it's horrid. To go back to answer your question about Derek Carr, I think his ceiling are, is multiple NFC South championships. Uh, will he win a Super Bowl? No, I I can't imagine him getting a Super Bowl if he's just trying to make some money and, and win some games, um, get some stats up there. Hey, he's a good defense. I'm sure that was very attractive to him. You know, New Orleans is a isn't ice cold like New New York playing up there with the Jets. You know, Chris Olave is going to be an amazing wide receiver in the NFL. So they got some talent down there. 
So I think, yeah, I think his ceiling's a few championships for, for the division. That's about it. I do want to ask you, though, uh, I'm not even going to go over the Falcons. They're just, they've been butt hurt since they lost the Super Bowl, and they've been butt hurt against the Eagles since we beat them, beat Michael Vick and the Falcons to get into the Super Bowl back in, it was like, oh, <laughs> four. So they're irrelevant, and they're going to be irrelevant for a while. They should might as well bring Matt Ryan back for crying out loud. But <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you think about Baker? Do you think, dude, his career was dead. He screwed up with the Browns. You know, he went. He got screwed, out. too, though. He got, I think he, he got did. screwed. He did, but he should have been a backup for, for Watson, who actually had his contract just restructured. So much crap with quarterbacks going on right now. But um, then he went down to to Carolina, lost his starting job to P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold and some other guy I can't remember. Got released, went over there, had an insane first game down there in, uh, it's not St. Louis. I don't remember Los Angeles. Oh yeah, yeah. Creature habit. Los Los Angeles Rams had an insane, insane game. It was like a Thursday night game. He came in on you know, three days later and led like a ninety-eight yard touchdown drive to to win the game. And now he has the opportunity to go potentially start in a god awful NFC South. Is this the resurrection of Baker Mayfield? What do you think, man? Do you think Baker's going to bring back the mojo he had in Cleveland? Do you think this man can lead the Bucks to the promised land? Well, no, not the promised land, but can they lead them to an NFC South title? Will it be a winning record? That's the other question. Will there be a winning record in the NFC South this year for as far as the division goes? I hope so, man. I, I <laughs> outside of outside of the Eagles and and I do like Pickett a lot, but outside of like Jalen Hurts, Pickett, like this kid or this guy. I mean, I should say this this grown ass man, really. I mean, he's grown up before our eyes. Not to get a uh, you know emotional or anything like that it's not gonna happen but sorry uh, i'm crying sorry i'm crying man here i'm just i'm just happy <laughs> uh yeah man it seems like yesterday a guy was in college and now he's i mean what this would be his fourth nfl team already obviously the carolina stay was not ideal i thought it would i'm not gonna say i thought it would work out in carolina because that team is just in turmoil it seems like ever since they lost uh, cam newton they haven't figured anything out if you sign sam darnold to that money it says a lot about you know your judgment skills your judge you know just your skills in general to make good decisions that that was just an abomination that guy should not be in the nfl sorry sorry to say uh i just i don't get it with sam darnold i never did but baker on the other hand is uh i don't know man i would love to see him succeed i mean throwing to mike evans you got a pretty decent offensive line they lost they're gonna lost or they're gonna lose. Excuse me, uh, a Fournette. I don't know. I, I it's not a terrible team. That pretty much anti Todd Bowles. I don't think he knows what he's doing as a head coach. He's a great coordinator, but yeah, man. I mean, it's not the worst situation. Obviously, he would be backing up Stafford if if Stafford can even walk. I don't know uh, with that whole like no no jokes aside. Like I don't know how good he is to even like you know throw a football. I don't. I just don't know. I'm I'm not connected, but. Yeah, it's. I guess Stafford will be back and, and okay with all the, the spinal contusion things that he, he has going on. I heard that, you know, this is kind of like just a rumor filled show today. I heard he's even on the block. So, I, I, other than Tampa Bay, you know, where does Baker potentially go? I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe the Jets are, are a long shot if they don't get Rodgers. I, I just don't know where else he can go at this point. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? I did want to ask you, now we talk about Derek Carr, just the, his salary. 
Daniel Jones, man, and getting a $4 million, $160 million contract in, in New York. I know other podcasts have covered this, but I wanted to wait until some other deals had gotten done, just kind of see where his deal you know, shook out amongst getting paid. Is the man worth the money? Is Daniel Jones better than Derek Carr? As we go up the ladder here, is he better than <laughs> Derek Carr? What do you think? Are the Giants, did the Giants just screw themselves for four years, or what's going on up there in New York? It's so – for me, it's so hard to make the comparisons – only because Daniel Jones is still wet behind the ears as a quarterback. Daniel Pro- uh, probably probably from tripping over his own feet and on wet turf <laughs> or something. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm so on the fence with that. I mean, if the value of Daniel Jones is forty million a year, what I'll I'll answer this with another question. Like, what is Justin Herbert going to be worth, man? Like, if Daniel Jones is forty million a year, like that is Joe. If Bro. you would have told me. Even after the season, do you think like I, I I gotta see where he's listed and like you know paid quarterbacks? I gotta see like is he in top ten? Is he he's probably he's probably top twelve now? When you say at forty million a year, there's gotta be yeah something like that. I think he's he's making more than Dak now, if I remember correctly, or right around what Dak's making. It, it's just nuts. I mean, but yeah, you got Burrow, you got Herbert, Jalen Hurts needs an extension, dude. Lamar Jackson. The non-exclusive franchise franchise tag, I think he's making around $33 million. Do you think he goes anywhere? I know we've talked about this before. My hot take was he went up to the Jets. It's, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers last just because we do need to cover that, and that's that's one of the biggest news uh, drama stories that, that we've had for the last three years. But do you think Lamar Jackson stays in Baltimore? Or you know they want him there. They said they want him there. He's claimed to want to be there. But by having that non-exclusive franchise tag, that gives other teams the ability to court him and try to make a deal with him that the, the Ravens would either compensatory, 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 they would get picks instead if they don't match it. can't say that word for some reason. Stumbling over my, over my words here. But do you think Lamar Jackson goes anywhere? I mean, the, just the QB market's absolutely absurd. Deshaun Watson just and Russell Wilson just totally effed up the entire market. Um, or I should say Cleveland and Denver effed up the entire market with those two guys. But it's nuts. It's nuts to think about, dude. Daniel Jones is he a top ten NFL quarterback? I don't think so. Could it's, he be in that four year period? Yeah, maybe. I mean, they get him some wide receivers. You know, Saquon. I think they're going to end up tar- uh, tagging him. He could be, but it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think the NFL is going to be absolutely ridiculous with just the amount these quarterbacks are getting paid and who's getting what in these next five years. They're going to have to sort it out because I mean, like Sean Watson, they just restructured his deal, but like next year and the year after that. He's gonna have a cap hit of sixty four million dollars. Like, what, what is he gonna do? Like, throw quarterback? He's gonna play offensive line as well. You know, like they're not gonna have money to do anything. You know, like does Lamar stay where he's at? I don't know, man. What do, you, do you have any any final thoughts on that before we, before we go to the the Rogers things and wrap it up on the QBs? I, see, I'll I'll go back to like a point I made. Well, we talked about earlier in the show. If I was Carolina, I think I would have tried to get. I would have tried to get Lamar. I would have tried to go, you know, balls to the wall to get Lamar before I would have done the the deal with the Bears because you would have gave up two first round picks. Yeah, you would have gave him this massive contract. I understand that, but you could have potentially built around him faster than what they just did by you know giving up all those draft capital, all those picks, all that. Not that Carolina's even you know they have no, no shot now to do it, but. I don't know. I mean, I think Lamar Lamar's situation is special in the fact that he's kind of proven that he when he's healthy and when he's on, man, he is he's electric. He's he's almost impossible to stop. 
whether it's his arm or, or his legs. I mean, he's had his his playoff woes and and you know he's choked you know a couple of years in a row and and then the injury concerns and things like that. But man, for Daniel Jones to get forty mil a year, and I know the biggest problem with Lamar and and trying to get this deal done was he wanted all of it guaranteed, and the Ravens were like, you know, we're not going to do that. Uh, and in the Ravens organization, I do trust. I think they make very good decisions nine times out of ten. Um, yeah, man, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones getting forty and Lamar getting tagged. That's if you would have told me that was going to happen, I would have been like, man, you're you're tripping on some 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 type of hallucinations. But uh, tripping like Rogers. Great segue here. I did want to <laughs> pose. I did want to pose a question to you before we talk about that. You had brought up before the show. I, I thought it was hilarious. You said this about Derek Carr, but I'm going to span this. Yes, to Derek Carr is the girl that looks great, but doesn't deliver when you get to the bedroom. Um, so I, let me let me ask you this. Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Of those three guys, who's the girl that looks great, but doesn't deliver when you get to the bedroom the most? You're going to have to pick one of them. This is a really odd question to ask about three men to another man. But what do you think? <laughs> Who's that? That got that most uh, attractive prospect that you get there, and it's like, oh man, this is this isn't all that great. We got you said Derek Carr, Rogers. Who was the other one? Lamar Jackson. Oh man, that's a toss. That that is a toss up because Lamar. So here, I'll put it to you this way: Lamar is the Ferrari. Lamar is the supermodel. Like you know, you can't keep your eyes off him. Aaron Rodgers is to me. Aaron Rodgers is like a G wagon, Mercedes G wagon. So it's nice, eloquent, but it's not. You know, it's not. It's not the most cool thing. It's just like, wow, that is cool. But it's not. Lamar is like, damn, I can't keep. And then you got Derek Carr, who's like, you know, some. <laughs> nah, let's say, let's say, like a Jeep Wrangler. It's like you know, it's like rumbling all around. You know, barely staying on the road. You know, it's you're going down the road. It's bouncy. You you know your feelings are coming out of your teeth, but like you get there and it was fun. But it was it was you know you didn't know if you were gonna get there. But uh, I don't know, man. I gotta I gotta say it's Lamar, man. Like Lamar Yo. is the swimsuit model. That's like, damn, I want that. But then you get to the bedroom and and it's like a fish. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it it's like. Oh. You know what I mean? They, they just nothing, nothing blows your mind. Nothing. It's like when when it's time to put up or shut up. It's just it is what it's just nothing. No substance, man. Lamar so far in his career, I hate to say it. I think he's a good kid, but he hasn't delivered when it's mattered the most. And Rogers, see, Rogers is like every Rogers. You know, here's the thing, Rogers. You you take that girl out for dinner. You. You, you you kiss her on the cheek, this and that, but that's that's all that happens because you know <laughs> when the f- first round of the playoffs start, your your ass is on that doorstep and you're in the cold and it's you're not even, on your head. You're not you know even ma- hitting the home run with Rogers, but uh, <laughs> that's that's great. That's great. We'll talk about we'll talk about Rogers here since we got to you know wrap up the section on the quarterbacks here. Wrap it up, wrap it for you anyway. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he um, <laughs> he he got a little visit from. The fact this guy's name is Woody after we're talking about the bedrooms even better. He got he got a little visit from Woody Johnson, New York Jets owner, Joe Douglas, the GM, Coach Robert Sala, and and uh, Rogers' old friend Nathaniel Hackett. They went out to California to to court him to uh, try to convince him to come to play to the Jets. They they have a deal essentially worked out with with the Packers. The Packers are basically like, yeah, it's up to Aaron, but they seem ready to move on. I know 
Packers quarterback Jordan Love is like, yeah, if I'm not starting this year, like I'm going to look for a trade. Is Rodgers going to go to the Jets? Is this actually happening? I, I called this a while back. Um, it was a bit of a hot take, you know, not the hottest of takes, but it would still make me feel good if it happens. Um, does Rodgers go to the Jets? And then do we get to shut up about this finally for another year? Man, what, <laughs> what what's your gut telling you? Like, what are you leaning one way or another? I mean, it's he. I got. I feel. My... I genuinely feel bad for Jordan Love, though. If like they they pretty much said we're not getting like we're not letting Rodgers back, but like could 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 you see a situation and Rodgers like forces his hand and says I'm coming back? You know, even if I got to restructure and and cut my salary down a little bit, like could you see that happening, or is that no no, no possibility? Er- Aaron Rodgers is the the captain of the Aaron Rodgers fan club, also known as Captain Ambiguity, um, or Captain Ambiguous. I forget how I worded it the last time, but no, I, I don't see that. Aaron Rodgers wants to make a buttload of money. I think he's going to retire. There's my hot take. I think he's going to retire. He's going to do it the last possible second, ju- <laughs> just because he's going to say, like, after the darkness retreat and after 50 pounds of mushrooms and ayahuasca, he's going to be like, you know, I just I searched my soul. And I just came to that point of realizing, you know, after talking to my inner circle, you know, am I really best suited to play football some more? I mean, I know I can win MVPs and everything and get and flop in the second round of the playoffs, but is it best for my uh, mental state and the state of those around me? Is it real Zen if I play football? And, you know, I've made a lot of money in my career and I refuse to take a pay cut because I'm the best quarterback in the whole NFL. So I decided to retire. Yeah, yeah. I decided to retire. That's my gut. He's going to retire. I would love <laughs> to no end if this guy ends up in New York because the New York media will absolutely be relentless on this guy. As soon as he struggles or, or loses a big game, which he will, I promise you he will. He will not go up there and win a Super Bowl. I put my, I would put my life savings, I put my car, I put my house on the fact that he will not win a Super Bowl with the Jets. Just oh. don't ever see it. Take it to the bank, deposit it. Um, you ain't gonna have anything to deposit if you lose all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be on the street, so I maybe shouldn't have taken that chance. But <laughs> I mean, look, man, Burrow, Mahomes, Josh Allen—that's probably the three-headed monster. You know, let's say let's say Lamar and the Ravens. I could see them beating the Bills at least one of these years. So it's then you got to go play that defense. Like, is Aaron Rodgers? He can't escape the NFC in his own building at Lambeau year in and year out. Is he going to go out to the AFC and play Mahomes and Burrow and all them and all those great defenses? Bengals have a good defense. Bills have a good defense. Ravens have a great defense. It's like, and the chiefs, I mean, come on, man. Like see the jets are now in a position where it's like, what if you don't get Rodgers? I mean, like, what? this is a t- colossal failure. Is it not like, you, I mean, you're going to have to go draft somebody. You're going to have to, I mean, would you pick up Baker Mayfield? Like, what do you, what do you do? Because now, and you don't even have Mike White now. So, good luck. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I really. You talk about guys in the NBA making business moves, you know, like moving, going out to LA and playing for the Lakers because they have the chance then to go into film. I think Rodgers can make a business move here and go to New York because uh, Broadway's right there. So, you can have an after football, um, you know, uh, career <laughs> lined up there. So, who knows, man? Who knows? But. Let's move on from the quarterbacks here, man. It's just just a bunch of insanity. There's some other big moves in the NFL, be it dra- um, trades and and uh, free agent signings here. Let's move on to a running back guy who led the league last year with 18 total touchdowns. Austin Eckler of the Chargers is requesting a trade out of 
here I go again, almost calling the team by the last city, the Los Angeles Chargers, asking asking out of there. Do you think he's moving on? He wants to move on because of the Charger curse. Where do you think Eckler could end up? That's that's another good one. Uh, maybe Tampa Bay. Obviously, Fournette's gone. That would be kind of cool to see that. I don't know who can afford him. That's the thing. Like, it's going to come down to like running backs are very disposable in the NFL nowadays. And you know we're gonna we're gonna see it with Miles Sanders. What he played for the Eagles, I want to say like five years, something like that. And and now, you know they don't want to give him that monster deal even after a thousand yard rushing season. They'll they'll probably go out and draft a running back. That's just the Eagles situation, but. The Steelers have done it. I mean, how many times have they rotated backs? Now they're on Najee Harris. They watch. They won't re-sign him when you know his rookie deal expires. It's that. It's just one of those deals. Like teams don't want to put pay running backs because they know they can go out and get another one. So he's very talented, very very fast running back. But if you're seeking a massive deal as a running back, I think the only one that I can remember in recent time has gotten one is uh is Derrick Henry, and I hear they're shopping him around too. So. It's uh, it's quite interesting. I don't, I don't know where. Do you think he makes his way out of there, or or what happens there? Dude, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I just, I know we have to report what's going on. So I just, I found that kind of interesting. I'm guessing he just wants out of there because he's tired of the Chargers and and what <laughs> they always do. But yeah, I have no idea, man. Honestly, one uh free free agent to be that due to being cut one that really surprised me six-time pro bowler Calais Campbell was just cut by cut by the Ravens you know I know we're gonna talk a little bit about the Eagles here when they lost Javon Hargrave which was huge and Fletcher Cox is probably not coming back they re-signed Brandon Graham which I'm excited about but Calais Campbell is he a good option to come to Philly I know you you uh being a Ravens supporter because your roommate's a big Ravens fan I know that you you're pretty high on the Ravens defense over the years we've, we've talked about that but Clayus Campbell in Philly what do you think I would not hate it whatsoever I would not hate it I mean he is 36 years old uh that's a kind of a red flag a little bit uh from an injury concern standpoint I mean the guy is an absolute monster six foot eight 300 pounds I mean he just gets in the way you know you pair him with Jordan Davis there I think I I would like that combination I wouldn't lock him up for more than two years. I think a yeah. two-year deal is max, uh, maybe even a one-year. But yep. man, I watch I watch a lot of Ravens, like you said, because of my my roommate watching them, you know, week in and week out, and they he always pops off the television. You know what I mean? Like he just he makes plays. He he's a playmaker, and he's been around the league. He's another guy, like you said, Fletcher Cox being respected. I mean, he's he's highly respected in the NFL and. Yeah, I mean he's coming off only five and a half sacks this past season, but he he definitely puts pressure on you know the offensive line he goes against and and makes plays for other for other guys to to have opportunities. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. Obviously, it's going to be a, a cheap deal in my opinion. You can't be dishing out the bag for this guy at thirty six years old, but he could make an impact, man. We're going to have to make some moves, and and like you said, we'll talk we'll talk birds here in a, in a little bit, but. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to fill some holes. So he's uh, he's somebody I would consider for sure. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Coming out out of a Ravens organization, he knows how to play defense. He's a big boy. Jordan Davis is a massive man as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. They should definitely hire hire. I mean, technically, it is hiring, but they should sign sign Calais Campbell if they can. But one more here before we start talking to Eagles, Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins for a twenty twenty third third round pick and tight end hunter long 
what are the Rams doing, bro? I mean, I know they're so far over the salary crap cap. At least they got their Super Bowl. It's like a fire sale out there for the Rams, man. Like, what? A, I think that's a steal. I mean, Ramsey isn't what he was back when back when he was a Jaguar, even the first few years with with the Rams. But oh man, the Dolphins are locking and loaded, bro. They're they're trying to they're trying to the gun for a for a championship there down there in Miami. They've picked up to his fifth year, if I remember correctly, and. He's their guy at quarterback. Obviously, they have the cheetah and, and waddle, uh, waddling in the end zone. There, he's anything but a waddle. He's fast, but you know what I'm trying to say. Stupid jokes, but um, you got the cheetah and the penguin, waddle, waddle. Anyway, um, we got, <laughs> we got Ramsey going to the Dolphins. Do you think that you think that's a good pickup for for Miami? Because I, I think I think it's a great pickup for the price. I think that that's an excellent deal for them. Might as well. Uh, I don't know what the, the contract hit's going to be for Miami to take that on. Uh, that's, that's the only thing I would kind of preface that trade with, but I mean, yeah, Ramsey's a, he's a great player. There's no denying that. Like he is, he's special. He's one of those guys you, you look to get, he's 28 years old, obviously not, uh, not a rookie by any means, but not, not way up there in age either. So, I mean, for the dolphins, it makes sense for sure, for sure. I see, I see why they did it. I I'm not sold on Tua, man. I'm I just don't I don't believe that he can be that that guy, especially in the AFC. I mean, good luck beating Burrow when you have Tua. I'm sorry, but that's just sorry not sorry type of thing. Yeah, uh, I'm not worried about the contract um, that Ramsey has. I think it's a good move because this is Tua's last year on his rookie contract. I mean, we talk about it. Analysts talk about it. You gotta go for a Super Bowl when you have that that young talented quarterback on the rookie contract because you're gonna have to pay him a a boatload of money afterwards you got to get that window window to win so i like the trade for ramsey but let's move on to the eagles here if that's okay with you i know we're both a little worried about the eagles taking a step back here potentially especially on defense new defensive coordinator first time defensive coordinator comes you know relatively highly touted from seattle but still his first year you know we're, we're losing all these guys you know tj edwards was just trying to uh signed to chicago you know, they're making moves. So that's a guy, a solid player that we're going to lose. Good news is Jason Kelsey's coming back to the Eagles. So, you know, offensively, we're still looking pretty solid there. I'm not worried about the offense at all, but man, big play slay. That's it's pretty heavily being spoken about that, that he's on the trade block. They're looking to, to trade slay and there's no bad blood at all between slay and the Eagles whatsoever. I mean, he posted and, you know, said on his big play slay podcast, he just, and I just want my fans to know, Slade did not ask to be traded, but this is part of the business. There's no bad blood against neither one of us, me or GM, Howie Roseman. None of that. We all good. Grand understanding, just the business part of it. He goes on to say, it's nothing big, nothing too serious, man. It's part of the business. I think it's funny that he referred to himself in the third person. Just want my yeah. fans to know Slade did not ask to be traded. You feel me? Like, it's just, it's, I think that's one of those things. But, hey, we're, we're going to lose Bradbury, most likely the Eagles. What are they doing? I love Roseman, but re-sign CJ Gardner-Johnson for the love of God, dude. We cannot lose Gardner-Johnson, Bradbury. You know, then we're stuck with Avante Maddox is solid, but Marcus Epps, you're going to reset the whole secondary? Like, what are you doing? You think Reed Blankenship? You think that guy's going to come in and play at CJ's level? Come on, man. Like, uh, what do you think? If I have to hear Marcus Epps' name one time, oh my god, that guy needs to get the hell out of Philly. But no, I'm, I'm. Just... What are we? What are we saying, bro? <laughs> big, big play Slayer. No. We trading him. I know he has a huge cap hit this year. I know we're trying to make some moves, but make, what are we doing, bro? What are we make doing? Make the moves. Oh. Make the moves, man. Trade him. Uh, no, I don't. 
I don't necessarily want to see that. Um, <laughs> goodness sakes, though, Marcus Epps, man, he is just that. That guy needs he needs to go. He needs to go to the XFL. That's where he needs to go. But uh, he, I've seen oh, him. Josiah get... Scott needs to go to the. XFL. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he, need, he needs to go to the CFL <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, RFL, a retired football league. <laughs> maybe arena. What's or that uh, the fan controlled football league that Johnny Manziel's in. Maybe Josiah Scott can play there. I probably not even, but uh no. Well, uh, I mean, Manziel can play in a league than anyone can play in a league, <laughs> to be honest, dude. Yeah, we, we haven't bashed too many people this episode, so it's you know it's about time we, we let loose a little bit here. But no, I mean <laughs> Hargrave to the Niners scares me. I think you know we could see Eagles Niners in the you know, hopefully with with no injuries, you know, being too catastrophic next season. We could see Eagles Niners in the playoffs again. I could see that matchup and Goodness, man, trying to – I know we have a stout offensive line and, and, you know, I don't really have concerns there, but you go against Bosa now, Hargrave, and, and everybody else there, that, that defense is getting scarier every season. If they could just figure out the quarterback position, it would be a, a massive problem for the NFC, I think. But obviously we bring back Jason Kelsey, like whoop de doo you know what I mean? But no, no, that's in, – in all, in all seriousness. <laughs> oh, the hate. No. The hate. No, Come no, on, no, man. I know we saw no, the Super I'm, I'm Bowl. Totally that's not, not Kelsey's I'm, fault. Come on, I'm man. Totally, I'm totally poking fun. No, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm that's coming over. Thing. I'm coming over to your place here. I'm gonna throw something at you. Maybe a TV or something. <laughs> no, no. I'm glad. I'm I'm overjoyed that Kelsey's coming back. TJ Edwards to me is a little bit overrated as far as like the deal he got. I I don't really think he's worth that amount of money. But hey, if the Bears want to go out and spend the money like that, go. Be my guest. I could care less, but yeah, man. Space, yeah. What do you see? I'll, I'll ask you a question that you know I'd like to get your insight on. Is what do you see Darius Slay as like trade potential? What what can we bring for? What, we throw Darius Slay out there. What can we get back for Darius Slay? What's his value on on the market? I I think we get at least one first round pick, but I'd like to get a player uh, if if they were to go this route. But man, we can't be replacing like what six seven eight positions going into the next like that's terrifying with a new yeah. de- defensive coordinator like you said yeah i mean as far as slay's trade value in a, in a normal situation you know draft picks would be the way to go but i man that's tough i think in this situation you gotta go a proven player man maybe a lower round draft pick and a proven player but you think of it, it's like are we gonna really ask a rookie to step in for you know both corner positions are we gonna ask a potential you know rookie or a second year third year player to to step in you know if cj gardner johnson's gone you know tj edwards you know nicobe dean's gonna have to play his ass off um some of the mock drafts showed joey porter jr from from penn state as a potential draft pick for the eagles with that that 10 number 10 overall pick I, I want a player. I, I'd be okay if they keep Slay around, honestly, as long as we can make it work, you know, money-wise, I'd rather keep Slay. I don't like the idea of gutting the secondary. Um, I really don't. I don't think we need an overhaul of the defense. But what do you think, Joey Porter Jr.? And then I'm going to throw out another name, Bobby Wagner. Do you think we sign Bobby Wagner to, you know, help help out with that that linebacker core? You talk about a most likely Hall of Fame player. Guy's a little bit older, but, again, has that winning pedigree. Got the Super Bowls out in Seattle. He knows what he's doing. You know, got Super Bowl with St. Oh, no, he didn't get the Super Bowl with the Rams. That's right. But, you know, he he knows what he's doing. He got, think, I think he has one with Seattle, no? He has. He does, yeah. I was going to say yeah. he got with the Rams, too. But, no, he didn't. He only played the last year with the Rams, and that was god-awful. But what do you think? <laughs> First of all, Joey Porter Jr., what do you think about, about him coming in and making an instant impact? I mean, we don't have a sauce gardener in this draft. 
I don't think we're going to have a sauce gardener in a draft for the next 10, 15 years. Honest, to be fair, that guy is, he brings the sauce, man. I can see why they call him sauce gardener for sure. But what do you think about Joey Porter Jr.? Can he step in and make a day one impact for the Eagles or is he more of a, a bit of a project player? Man. I mean, he comes from great pedigree, Joey Porter senior, obviously the longtime linebacker for the Steelers. Um, you know, I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame player, but he was great. Uh, I saw a lot of Joey Porter at Penn State. I mean, I watch every weekend and week out. He's a great player. The only thing I see as a, a somewhat of a red flag with him is he he's really hand happy. Like he he commits a lot of penalties as far as pass interferences and things like that. And the NFL doesn't play with that, man. Like you sniff at a guy these days and it's a pass interference. I mean, there were times where at Penn State, you know, he just he wraps his hands up and and gets inside the jersey, gets, you know, a guy holds a guy on the side, whatever it might be. It just happened too much. And and that's at the collegiate level. Like these guys are going to be quicker, faster, stronger at the at the NFL level. And that's a that's kind of concerning. I know he's a first round um projection. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if they didn't pick him, but I do think we need uh, some type of corner, you know, in this draft or, or, you know, if we can find somebody in free agency, I'm not sure, but yeah, like you said, there's no sauce Gardner, um, which is alarming obviously, but you know what, man, like that cave Wallace pick a couple of years ago is looking worse and worse by the, by the year. I mean, he's a special teamer, but yeah, that's not what we thought. We, you know, I think he was a third round pick out of Clemson. And I was like, man, this guy might be, not not the next Brian Dawkins, but like for goodness sakes, I mean he can't even start. So it's like we don't have that many draft picks this year either, uh, which is a shame. So it's it almost feels like we're like the Rams a couple of years ago, not to that extent, but we we definitely loaded up for one season, and now we're sitting here kind of with our you know twiddling our thumbs a little bit on what to do. Yeah, and and Roseman we trust and Holly we trust, but it's going to be interesting how he shakes and bakes this one. Uh, I could even see us trading a first-round pick for a player again, honestly. I mean, we do have that 10th pick. We have the 31st pick. I could see him win on a deal and somehow like that, but yeah, yeah. So what do you think? You know, obviously the Eagles overachieved this last season as far as their overall record go. What do you see their record this year being? You know, are we looking at 12 and – five or are we looking at 11 and six like what do you think the eagles are gonna go as it sits right now what what are your first thoughts you're the pessimist so i'll let you go first yeah so so running down the opponents i mean we got to play i'll just i'll mention the, the teams that will probably give us a, a problem uh i mean giants it's a division game we probably get that though but sam we gotta play san fran at home uh we play the bills at home which is interesting i like that matchup but um, other than that, I mean, it's the Vikings, Cowboys, Cardinals, <laughs> John and Gannon back coming back. It'll be fun. Uh, but, and then we go, I mean, we play the division teams on the, on the road. And then we play KC on the road, <laughs> which Ugh. we play new England on the road, which I don't love either. They have a good defense every year and Seattle on the road. Like there are some, there's some tough ones. You know, me, like you said, I'm a pessimist. I, I think my gut tells me 11 and six. That's what my gut tells me. Yeah, I'm going to go with 11-6 as well. I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more pessimistic here, too, as it stands. Uh, I'm probably going to lean more toward 12-5 and five after the draft because I feel like Howie's going to make some some big moves. But that, that's what I'm saying as well. So, 
I did want to, you already touched on Javon Hargrave, but I did want to to end the free agent talk, talking a little bit uh, about Hargrave and just the defensive tackle position in general, but Hargrave going with the four-year $84 million deal to the, the San Francisco 49ers, boosting that insane defense. You know, Darren Payne signed a four-year $90 million deal with the commanders. These guys go spending, you know, over $20 million a year. Are defensive tackles worth that much money in your mind? I mean, you look at, you know, the way Aaron Donald, just a generational player, how he played in, you know, out there in, in Los Angeles for the Rams. No doubt Hargrave had an incredible season. Is the defensive tackle worth 20 plus million dollars a year, man? Like, I think that, yeah. What do you think? And then I'm going to go off a little bit about this. <laughs> so I'm reading here that the cap is 224 million. So, you know, you're valuing, uh, you know, it goes up every year now. Up sixteen point six million from last season. If you have the right, you know, like a Hargrave and or one of these elite, you know, like an Aaron Donald type of uh, of player, you might want to go that far. I don't know. I think there's a lot of adequate guys that you know you could pay like ten to fifteen mil, and and get away with it, especially if like your edge rushers are good and you can at least you know stop the run to a certain degree. I think that's where I'd want it. To be, you know, 10, 15 mil, pay pay for a guy like a, I don't even know what Calais Campbell made, but, you know, something like that. I, I think as long as you have those edge rushers, man, like that, to me, you need to get pressure on the quarterback. Defensive tackle position doesn't have to do that. Uh, it's nice. It's like icing on the cake to me if you have that. Yeah, Hargrave got 11 and a half sacks this year. I don't agree that they're worth that much money. The thing with the defensive tackle is you figure they help out some in the past. They allow, you know, the middle of that field to get clogged up, you know, which allows your ends to get more pressure. They're big in the run game. I just don't think that they're worth 20 some million dollars a year. I, I really don't. I, I think that that's a bit of an inflated price, you know, props to them for making that kind of money respect. Um, but I just think that's an inflated price. I think the ends, they make quite a bit, you know, less money. And I, I think that they're, the ends are worth more than they are. And the defensive tackles are worth a little less than what they're getting paid, honestly. So we'll find out, though. I mean, Bosa and, and Hargrave, that's an uh, absolute nightmare, dude. So if you look at the 49ers defense, if the 49ers defense was a horror movie, what would you what would you say? Which horror movie do you think that the 49ers defense exemplifies? And it freaks me out a little bit, that movie. I don't know if you've seen that. that yeah, yeah, I have seen that's it. That's not like a... Like really, you're you're talking about now. There's like what three, four, five guys on that. I mean, you got Fred Warner. There are people coming from every which direction. I'm trying to think of a movie that best exemplifies that. See, I like it because it the it plays off the greatest fears. So you got the defensive tackles, the running backs' greatest fear. You got Joey Bosa's the quarterback's greatest fear. Fred Warner's like the tight end's greatest fears. So I like it, man. I like it. I think it works out pretty well. Goodness, man. I think I you know. Like I said, if everything goes according to plan and we're back in the playoffs next season, I, I think we see those those 40 winers again, man. And that's what they are. I'll, I'll call it how it is. I want to see them in the NFC Championship game again. I want to beat them when they have a healthy quarterback, <laughs> for sure. Here's a question, though. So you say it. Is the Bosa brothers, are the Bosa brothers uglier than the clown? Um, I was... <laughs> so, so... <laughs> Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa, I can I can tolerate Nick. He seems like an all right guy. Joey Bosa is ugly, is ten times uglier than that clown is. I mean, if you want to go out for Halloween dressed like the ugliest person you've ever seen, 
that's Joey Bosa, man. His attitude sucks. He's a douchebag. He tells you how rich he is. He's just an ugly human being inside and oh, out. <laughs> love it. Love it. I love the analysis. I love the breakdown. Brutal. I had to be brutal on that one, man. Joey Bosa is, is public enemy number one for quite some time. Yeah, brutally honest. Brutally honest. Really, man. dude? Really? It's where he said, I'm rich as fuck. That's where it bothers me. <laughs> like, no kidding, man. No, we all know this. You know what I mean? <laughs> if he would have just talked smack, that's one thing. But he has to tell everybody how rich he is. That is the how to be a douchebag 101. That's that's Joey Bosa. I like it. I like it. So we're going to go from <laughs> one horror movie to another horror movie. Or maybe this is a comedy. Or, I mean, it's like a B-rate comedy movie. If that Jackson Mahomes is back in the media, just when you thought that things were gone after that god awful TikTok dance and his pathetic excuse for entertainment we'll put it that way he's back in the news what, what happened here man not good not not good on the Mahomes front I mean man Patrick is, is like a full-time babysitter between his, his girl and and between his, his brother it's just <laughs> I almost want to say feel I feel bad for him but really it's his decision at least with the girl part but anyways yeah man <laughs> Just first of all, first of all, what happened quick here is he, he pushed away. He was in this restaurant. Apparently he's called some caused some trouble there before. He pushed a male waiter like once or twice. Um, and he forcibly kissed the she's a 40 year old owner of, of the restaurant like three <laughs> different times. And I mean, he's a big dude. He's six foot six. She said she was a bit scared. Now, apparently, like he's been like he's a friend or dating or whatever, like her stepdaughter. There's pictures of them at like a game. So it's like. What the heck, man? Like, uh, it's just just such a nightmare. I mean, some of his other stuff is cringeworthy, but this is actually like, dude, like, what are you, dude? That's a bit like disgusting. Not a bit, like, it's disgusting. What are you doing, bro? Are you that arrogant and that like cocky to think you can just like kiss a forty year old woman multiple times and that's okay? Especially after like shoving her employees. Like, what? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't know he. Uh... He found the female species, you know, <laughs> female species. Well, the fan, you know, <laughs> I didn't think he found females to be like, I didn't think that was his cup of tea. Let's just put it that way, man. We're trying to keep the show. Species. We're, we're walking species. a fine line with this, with this right here. Uh, but yeah, man, like I didn't think he swung that way. I'll put it that way. So, well, he you, struck whenever... out. He struck out with that move. That was a God awful decision. Yeah, I mean, maybe you know. Obviously, there's probably alcohol involved. You know, he's probably under. The, he's probably not sober. Let, let's he give him. Tox- yeah, he was intoxicated. I'm not gonna make that excuse for him because you know, you, if you if you physic, you know, if you assert yourself onto a woman, that's not right in any situation. What I am trying, I'm just trying to get the whole situation for what it is. I mean, yeah, not good, man. He he just he steps on his own on his own balls. I mean, repeatedly. He he's, <laughs> he the whole. I I think Sean Taylor. The the uh, the Sean Taylor thing was like my final straw for him. Oh, like, yeah. um, that oh. was disgusting. Now you got this. Like, he just doesn't. He doesn't seem to know what respect. I'm not gonna say he doesn't know what respect is, but like, he doesn't. He's he very. He's very erratic. I don't know if I'm Patrick. That that's hurting my my image too, because that you know you're using the Mahomes last name in in a bad light. So. He's got to figure it out. He's got to rein this kid in because he's just – he's a madman. It really is. Definitely completely agree with you. So we're going to wrap up this show here. It was a long show. We had that week off. So many things happening. We're going to do another show here on on baseball and, and basketball here. John Morant, we're talking about another 
another mistake after mistake after mistake individual. We'll talk about him, but just want to let you guys know that this this next week, Thursday or Friday, the show will probably drop any uh, Friday. We got a, a show going on with two do- two dudes with sports news. Definitely check those guys out. Uh, a lot of fun. They, they have a great show going on there. Garrett and Jalen, we're going to have them on our show. So come come back and listen to that show. Who else are we shouting out there, Aaron? Always got to shout out 1420. Uh, check out their variety of shows. Uh, we'll definitely keep you entertained from start to finish. You got a fan in the van, Jim. So check him out as well. And and as always, level of playing field. If If you like our show, very least, you got to give those guys a shot. Uh, I think you'll you'll enjoy those. Yeah, absolutely. And also check out We Love Sports Cop Podcast. That's sports with a Z. They got some good articles on, on all kinds of different sports and a good show. Check out those fellas as well. So check us out on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is Brutally Honest, except without the T, Brutally Honest, because Twitter won't give us the T. So definitely, like I said, come back, check us out our next show with two dudes with sports news. I'm JD. This is Aaron. Hope you all have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you later.